0: It's your good an A.A. Ron, it is, what's today's date? Today is lovely December 17th, 2022. It's eight o'clock in the morning on this lovely Saturday. Here we go, <clears throat> Luke chapter 24, the last chapter in the book of Luke. Resurrection morning, reading out the CSV, Christian standard version. On the first day of the week, Very early in the morning, it goes that early in the morning phrase, I haven't seen seen that in in a minute, it says very early in the morning, God likes to start his days early, they came to the tomb bringing the spices they had prepared, they found the stone rolled away from the tomb, they went in but did not find the body of the Lord Jesus While they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men stood by them in dazzling clothes. So the women were terrified and bowed down to the ground. "'Why are you looking for the living among the dead?' asked the men. "'He is not here, but he has risen.' "'Remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee, saying, "'It is necessary that the Son of Man be betrayed into the hands of sinful men, "'be crucified and rise on the third day?' And they remembered his words. Returning from the tomb, they reported all these things to the leaven and to all the rest. Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them were telling the apostles these things. And notice once again it was only the ladies that went to the tomb. First. But these words seemed like nonsense to them, and they did not believe the women. Lean in a little bit, lean in y'all, here we go. Peter, however, boy Pete, got up and ran to the tomb. (laughs) When he stooped to look in, he saw only linen, the linen cloths. So he went away amazed at what had happened. I can only imagine the thoughts that were going through Peter's mind after he betrayed Jesus three times and the rooster crowed and, and he wasn't even there when as Jesus hung on the cross. I would love to he, hook up Peter's mind to a mind reader machine, mind reading machine after he denied Jesus three times. And then after he He went to the as he was running to the tomb to go look at it. And then saw that his body was Jesus's body was gone. The Emmaus disciples. Now that same day, two of them were on their way to a village called Emmaus, which was about seven miles from Jerusalem. Together, they were discussing everything that had taken place. And while they were discussing and arguing, Jesus himself came near and began to walk along with them. But they were prevented from recognizing him. This was wild is even today, to this day, Jesus could, Jesus could be in our midst. And we may not, or an angel could be in our midst and we don't even know it. Then he asked them, what is this dispute that you're having with each other as you are walking? And they stopped walking and looked discouraged. Sorry if I sound like I'm reading kind of goofy. I'm super tired. I didn't drive for a full 12 hours, but I did just do eight hours, and it takes me a minute to ease myself back into driving an Uber. But anyway, the one named Cleopas answered him, Are you the only visitor in Jerusalem who doesn't know the things that happened there in these days? What things, he asked them. So they said to him, The things concerning Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet powerful in action and speech before God and all the people and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be sentenced to death and they crucified him but we were hoping that he was the one who was about to redeem Israel besides all this besides all this it's the third day since these things happened moreover some women were from our group astounded us They arrived early at the tomb, and when they didn't find his body, they came and reported that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they didn't see him. They weren't lying. He said to them, How foolish you are, and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Wasn't it necessary that the Messiah... For the Messiah to suffer these things and to enter into his glory then beginning with Moses and all the prophets he interpreted for them the things concerning himself in all the scriptures they came near the village where they were going and he gave the impression that he was going farther but they urged him stay with us because it's almost evening and now the day is almost over so he went in to stay with them It was as he reclined at the table with them that he took the bread, blessed and broke it and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened and they recognized him, but he disappeared from their sight. There's so much more I could say. I could pause here and say some stuff. I will say real quick. This is kind of like a foreshadowing shadow to let us see what it will be like in heaven, like what our glorified bodies would be like. That's what Jesus is walking around in, in his glorified body, um, his heavenly body. Uh, but you see, he was he was able to eat, but he also had these. Oh, this is the same thing about the scars in his hand. No, it doesn't say anything about that. I think the other... The other Gospels talk about how he shows the scars in his hands. Then their eyes were open and they recognized him, but he disappeared from their sight. He ghosted them. (laughs) They already thought he was a ghost. Then he actually ghosted them. Like, deuces. They said to each other, weren't our hearts burning with, within us while he was talking with us on the road and explaining the scriptures to us? That very hour, they got up and returned to Jerusalem. Have you ever been in a church setting and the pastor was just preaching something very good or fiery and it got caused your heart to burn? Not like heartburn from eating some barbecue or whatever, or some greasy food. I'm talking like heartburn, like in your soul, like stir something in you to want to change and do something about what you just heard. That very hour they got up and returned to Jerusalem. That very hour they got up and returned to Jerusalem, they found the eleven and those with them gathered together and those with them gathered together who said, the Lord has truly been raised and has appeared to Simon. Then they began to describe what had happened on the road and how he was made known to them in the breaking of the bread. The reality of the risen Jesus. This is the last heading here, or the second to last heading. As they were saying these things, he himself stood in their midst. He said to them, Peace to you. But they were startled and terrified and thought they were seeing a ghost. <laughs> Why are you troubled? Now, that's another attribute of Jesus and his glorified body. He's able to just appear and reappear and like poof teleport but they were startled and terrified and thought they were seeing a ghost why are you troubled he asked them and why do doubts arise in your hearts look at my hands and my feet oh yeah here we go he shows them this what i was just talking about look at my hands and my feet that is that it is i myself touch me and see because a ghost does not have flesh and bones as you can see i have Having said this he showed them his hands and feet, but while they were st- still while they were still were amazed and in disbelief because of their joy he asked them, Do you have anything here to eat? So they gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. He told them, "These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the psalms must be fulfilled." Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. He also said to them, "This is what is written: The Messiah would suffer and rise from the dead the third day, and repentance for forgiveness of sins would be proclaimed in his name to all the nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things." And look, I am sending you what my Father promises for you. Stay in the city until you are empowered from on high. I'm going to say it two more times. As for you, stay in the city until you are empowered from on high. Stay in the city until you are empowered from on high. Or in some translations it says, clothed with power. The Holy Spirit. It's nothing like being sensing that you've been clothed with the power of the Holy Spirit. It's interesting because sometimes I feel it sometimes I don't, but you can't act based on feelings when you're a Christian, you have to recognize and know that you have the spirit of God living on the inside of you and all around you he's God is Jesus is omnipresent. God, Holy Spirit, Jesus, three in one, Trinity, they're omnipresent, omniscient, omnipotent. And the same power that conquer the grave lives on the inside of us. It's not based on a feeling. Even though a lot of times there are these tingling feelings you get. I've had it times where I was in the shower and I... I was about to have a stroke or something, cause like I got that tingly feeling, and my whole body started to like. It was weird. It was in. I've never felt anything like it before. It's, it's happened at least three or four times. It wasn't a stroke though. It was totally like I I was praising and worshiping the Lord, and it was almost like. My body was keeping me from doing what I really wanted, like fully. Expressing myself to the Lord and fully sensing His presence, there was like this block. Anyway, if I, it, it, I'll never forget it. And every time it happen, it's happened, it happened. It happened while I was worshiping God in the shower. It's never happened outside of the shower. Anyway, then He led them out of the vicinity of Bethany, and lifting up His hands, He blessed them. And while he was blessing them, he left them and was carried up into heaven. Notice it says he was carried up into heaven. That's how it will be for us, whether you are passed away on this before the rapture happens or during the rapture. After worshiping him, they returned to Jerusalem with the, with great joy, and they were continually in the temple praising God. Wouldn't it be nice if you didn't have any bills... No worries, no concerns, and you could just be at the temple, at church, just praising God all day. Man, it's hard for some of us, shoot, including myself, to do that just on a Sunday, to make it to church and make it to praise and worship on time. Anyway, that's a discussion for another day. Let's keep going. Fear is not my story. Ah, there's a song called Fear Is Not My Future by Brandon Lake. Look at the one where they look like they're inside of a living room. That's my favorite one. Not the one with Chandler Moore. That one's cool, too. But they're inside a living room. Like, yeah, look up. Fear Is Not My Future Brandon Lake. I've been playing that a lot. Especially for those of y'all dealing with any kind of fear or anxiety. You have to keep declaring it. Sometimes it's good to just have like a few worship songs that you just play on repeat. Just play them over and over and over again until it seep fully seeps in your spirit. It's good to find songs too that are that are scripture based, or based on like a spiritual prin- like a biblical principle, like. Yeah, I just love the message in that song. If fear is not my future, you are, saying that Jesus is my future. That's what I have my hope. He is my present and my future help. Past, present, future help. Like, when I think about my life and all of my circumstances, right? And it's almost like sometimes it feels like the harder I try... To be, I had this whole conversation with this young lady. She was talking about how she needs. She's been driving without a drive without a driver's license, like her entire life. She's never had a driver's license. Anyway, recently she got arrested and put in jail for a little while, and then they released her. And I'm thinking, my the whole time, I was like, if this was me, they would lock my butt away. For at least a year and thrown away to, uh, yeah, at least they were trying to get me in there for like 10 years for some stuff that she was talking about doing anyway driving out a license anyway i'm just chuckling to myself it's like man must be nice white privilege boy especially that pretty white privilege uh because she's a cute white woman but uh what was i gonna say Where's was i going with all that oh she was just talking about how she needs to get her life together. And I was just telling her, yeah. Well, we're all trying to get our life together. And then you get old. And then somebody else is there to take care of you. And then you realize, like... <laughs> I don't know. You start to realize this whole concept of getting your life together before you know it is over. And close to being over. And I mean, I get it when people are saying When they say it. But it's like the harder I try to get my life together... Even when my life seemed to be together. I don't know. It's like this constant, it's almost like water falling or sand falling through my hands sometimes. And I don't know if God, part of me realized, sometimes thinks that God does that on purpose. Sometimes, I don't know, maybe it's just me. This is the life I've been called to. And it's not just, I don't know. It just forces me to constantly go to him, to go to him, to focus on him and and to not put my hope in anything in this world, but put my hope only in him, to find my significance, to find my joy, to find my peace in him. Anyway. All right. Oh, what was I the first day of the week is Sunday though they appeared to be men the two were actually angels Mary Magdalene's the Tony Evans and by the way Mary Magdalene or Magdalene Joanna and Mary the mother of James were among the women who played a prominent role in Jesus's ministry they don't really talk about Joanna a whole lot supporting him from their own possessions They were given the privilege of being the first to learn of the resurrection and to communicate it. Hmm. Two men were traveling to Emmaus when Jesus, whom they didn't recognize, asked them what they were discussing. They stopped walking and looked discouraged. Their unbelief prevented them from recognizing him. Hmm. How much does our unbelief prevent us from recognizing Jesus? On a daily basis, these guys proceeded to explain who Jesus of Nazareth was to Jesus. <laughs> we were hoping that he was the one who was about to redeem Israel. This implies that they expected him to redeem them from Roman rule and set them free. They had put all their eggs in the Jesus basket, but their dreams had been destroyed, their hearts were broken. We don't know where he is, was essentially the complaint these men made to the very man they were looking for. How wonderful that the one they couldn't find was walking alongside them in that. That's the word for the day. That's that's a whole sermon right there. I don't know about y'all. But yeah, I know for me a lot of times I live my life and go through life like feeling like the Lord is not around like it feels like like even just like like my brother like I know he's there and I talk to my brother every day but sometimes he feels like he's way in Atlanta, like his small brother is in Atlanta right now. ATO would take me however many hours, over like fifteen hours, fourteen. I can't remember how long the drive is to Atlanta. It would take me a while to go see him. Sometimes God feels. Sometimes I feel like God is way over in Zimbabwe, or in Australia, or up in up in Pluto, Jupiter, the Moon, Saturn, Uranus. Pluto. Yeah, out there and truth be told he is right here in my heart right here but in my sometimes in my thinking and my feelings and my emotions i feel like he's not here and it makes me want to cry sometimes and get angry and frustrated and it's like god don't you see what's going on right now, how I'm not happy. Like, I pretend to be happy, but I'm not. I'm sad most of the time, I'm lonely most of the time, and it feels like every time I try to get ahead, I'm not getting ahead, I don't know. It's always like two steps forward and three steps back, five steps back, sometimes 10 steps back, in all the areas of my life, anyway. Jesus is the Son of God, sitting now at the right hand of the Father, crowned with honor and glory, but he had to endure great suffering to get there. The disciples had missed what Scripture said about the Messiah. Likewise, many people today are excited about the promises and blessings of the Bible, but they avoid those passages that talk about trials and pain. However, you can't have one without the other. We must be willing to accept the total package. It's like, uh, and they're like a, and they a package, and they're like a little, you know, I don't know. Sometimes like guys, uh, isn't there like the, you know, like when I used to be a banker, you had the, the silver, the gold, the platinum. It's like uh, I kind of get the silver package or the bronze package. There you go. Anyway, I don't. Yeah, it's just. Can we leave a lot of that pain and suffering out? Loneliness, sadness. Please don't. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. At the end of the day, though, I have so much to be thankful for. So much to be grateful for. It's just that it's so easy to focus on what you don't have than to focus on what you do have. It's just constant war to thank God and and praise him for what I do have. It's like an ongoing battle. Mentally. All right. Jesus interpreted for them the things concerning himself in all the scriptures. It's a reminder that whether we're reading about Adam, Abraham, Moses, David or Isaiah, we must always be looking for Jesus in the Old Testament scriptures because they were written with him in mind. Notice what happened. The guests became the host. They invited him in and he fed them that's going to be the same way for us when we enter into heaven Well, there will be a big banquet once Jesus disappeared the men hurried off to Jerusalem making the same seven mile journey they, they'd just traveled in reverse they recognized him during the breaking of the bread because they saw the nail prints in his hands yep he ate a piece of a broiled fish to give further proof that he was no apparition or a ghost, but had a resurrected body. He wasn't just some floating spirit. Casper. So, man, that's. Man, I think I like Luke the best out of all the books. Luke is, I think, my best f- favorite gospel so far. We'll see. John is pretty good too. We'll see uh, what John is talking about. there's something I'm going to say. Isn't it interesting though that he ate fish? That's that's probably one of the most underplayed things there. Like, I feel like God, God is funny. He has a sense of humor. And I don't even think they like fully understood like the pun of it all. Like Jesus told them I'll make you fishers of men, right? And the first thing he does when they come back is gives them a piece of fish or eats a piece of fish. I don't think that's that's very symbolic. And then, yeah, remember he fed the 5,000? With the fish and the bread. Anyway. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark, or veered off the path, and fallen short of the glory of God, or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death, or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Romans 5.8 says, But God demonstrated his love toward us, or showed his love toward us, in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody, everybody, Who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So, if you've never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from Him and you would like to rededicate your life to Him, you can just simply say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen. Lord oh, Jesus, give me, me, me water. I know Jesus, give me, Gave me, me, me water. Jesus, Gave me water. Oh,